Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. This is episode nine. Hello, everybody. It's Nate again here, and today we're going to talk about something that, surprise, surprise, I'm extremely excited about. <laughs> this is an idea that has been kicking around for over a year. Honest, If I'm honest, it's been going on for over a year here. And in a little sneak, sneaky preview here, it will be a key part of the YouTube program going forward here in Project 24. So, what I'm looking to do is introduce you to a new way of, uh, a new, uh, what's the word, vernacular? A, new, a set of new terms that you can use to describe your channel and how you are approaching building your channel. Okay, so let me explain what I'm talking about here. So, over all this past year, a year, more than a year of looking at YouTube channels, in the past, when we approached building YouTube channels, we thought of them kind of in terms of an information channel, meaning, you know, your, your skills based, that type of thing. People come there to learn how to do something and an entertainment style of channel. People come to be entertained, right? In the past, that is how we looked at YouTube channels. And so we kind of talked a little bit about if you're doing an information style channel, people don't come there for, for entertainment and vice versa. And, and it doesn't necessarily translate between the two types of channels, that type of approach. But as we've looked at this going forward, oh, one more point on that. And, and thus far, we've had more focus on an information style of channel, growing an information style channel. But as we looked at it, as I've been researching and all the thousands of YouTube videos I've watched over the past several months, I've started to realize that there are three key leading channel types that determine how you grow your channel, okay? So you ready for the new, uh, the new uh, words here? Uh, this, this will help us to understand in the future when we're interacting in the Project 24 community and, and other areas to understand kind of what kind of channel you're creating. And that is, I'm calling these the three channel archetypes. They are information or an informational channel, an entertainment channel, or a connection channel. Now, I mentioned at the beginning, this may not sound like a totally new concept, but in this podcast episode, I am officially introducing this concept as a core part of how you approach building your YouTube channel. One of these three channel archetypes, you will lead with one of them, and it determines not only how you grow your channel, but how you acquire views, how you acquire subscribers, how you monetize, and the general trajectory, what you can expect from audience behavior on your channel. So many of the most important aspects of a YouTube channel and the ultimate goal of your Project 24 of building a full-time income can be traced to which archetype you choose and, and it, it determines how you approach even ideation for videos. So this is a big deal. I hope you're kind of catching on here thus far. It's a big deal. And so I wanted to, in this podcast episode, I wanted to first of all, introduce this vocabulary and give you some understanding, a bit probably high level, and it will be, I will be diving further into it in the future, and especially as you have questions in the Project 24 community, um, I'll be diving in there and, and answering questions and getting feedback and just understanding where you're at with your specific YouTube channel. Um, 
And so, but, so I wanted to introduce it, but then give a high level of what these th- three things look like. So first one I'm going to talk about is the informational. This is, like I mentioned earlier, perhaps the one that we have focused on the most thus far. In fact, I know it is the one we focused on the most thus far in Project 24, but we're looking to expand beyond this. But first, I wanted to give a little definition here. So with each of these archetypes, it is, you could say, it's, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. I'm not talking about your, uh, the topic of your channel, it's how you approach the topic of your channel, specifically the primary reason why your audience watches your videos. Okay. I think if I hope, I'm hoping that makes sense here. And I'm thinking by the end of listening to this, that that will make that statement I just made will make more sense. It's why your audience, the primary reason why your audience watches or consumes your content. And this is not topic. And you'll understand why that is a very important distinction here in in a moment. So the first archetype, informational. This is when people come to your channel because they want to acquire a skill. They want to learn something. Or they are looking to take action on something. If you have a very search-focused channel, it's most of the time it's an informational channel. Because the audience is coming to learn something to to get an answer to a question or to acquire a skill set they're looking to take some sort of action because as a result of your of your channel okay now because of how that goes there's a few strengths to an informational archetype and a few potential weaknesses or i I don't know that i think of them necessarily as strengths or weaknesses just focuses for your time and energy so strength side uh, you, because your audience is action oriented, um, a lot of times, depending on the niche or the, the group of topics that you cover on your channel, you could potentially have much higher paying ad revenue. For example, if you have a financial channel, uh, and you're teaching budgeting principles or investing or things like that, your ad revenue will typically have a higher RPM because, uh, CPM and RPM, because people are there because you're talking about money. <laughs> and so advertisers are more likely to pay more to get in front of that audience because it's a more buyer intent, action-oriented audience. Uh, th- this also takes effect in the strengths of an informational style channel. It takes effect in because if they're coming to do something or take an action and you offer them an information product, in most cases, they're more likely to purchase because they came there for the in the first place to take an action. If you want a high level of example of an informational style channel, look at income school, <laughs> look at channel makers. Uh, the, pri- the primary focus of both of those channels are information. People are coming to build a blog. They're coming to build a YouTube channel. And so it's action. So I think you're kind of getting a feel there. Now, weaknesses, potential. I'm, I'm going to refer to them as weaknesses, just more of a potential drawback to leading with an information style channel. That is, uh, the audience, it can be more difficult. If you lead with that, it can be more difficult to build a core audience of people because the nature of their intent is more transactional. They're there because they want to acquire skill sets. They want to do something. Especially, this is especially manifest if you are doing a very search-focused, like a tutorial-style channel. It can be pretty hard to build a core audience and 
increase the subscribability factor of your channel because they are there to learn something. And when they get that, then they're gone, right? It can be very easy to fall into that trap. The other thing is uh, because of that, you don't get, I won't say it's always, I have to speak in generalities here though. You, it's less likely for you to become a name that they just really like you and everything, no matter what you publish, they like you and they're going to watch that video about you because, and, and, and you'll see it if you're in your analytics or your video performance. If you publish a video on one topic and it does really well and then you publish a video on another topic and it does awful, a lot of times it's because of this. The audience is there for a transaction, therefore, therefore a skill set. And so uh, you don't have as many common uh, threads with the audience and uh, I guess kind of a base, a foundation of them liking you or the liking other aspects of your channel aside from the information. So you're less likely to have that subscribability and increase the baseline of views in that type of channel. If that, I'm talking about a pure information channel here. In a moment, I'm going to talk about uh, hybrid channels. <laughs> this is going to be fun. But next, I want to talk about entertainment-style channels. And this is, well, when you think about that, what's the primary reason why people come to an entertainment channel? <laughs> it's in the name, right? They want to be entertained. <laughs> uh, they, they come because they want to for a variety of reasons. They want to relax. They want to laugh. They want to uh, have a new experience. They want to be taken on a journey. They want to experience a story. Those are some of the reasons why they will come to an entertainment channel. So strengths there. You create, and in no other archetype do you have this freedom to create what I call works of art. Have you ever watched those channels that their videos are just like, wow, like I am blown away by this video. Just the, the artistry that went into the video, everything about it, like, wow, I was just taken on an experience. No other channel has the capability, no other channel archetype, I should say, has the capability of, of doing it nearly as well as an entertainment-style channel. This is where artists really thrive, whether you're a musician, uh, any type of artist. A lot of gaming channels actually are entertainment-style archetypes because... Why did people come for the entertainment and entertainment first? Okay, uh, let me talk about, actually, no, this is coming up for me. I need to address this here before I get into a few of the weaknesses of the entertainment archetype. So based on what I told you there, could you have an information first gaming channel? Yes, you could. You could approach an, a gaming channel as an informational archetype. You could absolutely do that because what, what kinds of content would you make then? You'd make how to beat this boss in this video game. I'm just using the gaming channel as an example because it's one that people typically think about as an entertainment style. But you could approach it as an informational style. But if you have that style and then you all of a sudden start to try to do uh, Let's Plays, for example, they might not do very well. Why is that? Because the audience is coming for information. And vice versa, this works the other way. If you start off a gaming channel and you're, I'll, I'll use another example. If you start off a uh, music channel and you, you're there and you create these beautiful guitar pieces and you're, you're playing and people come because they love to just watch you play music, right? 
And then what happens if you all of a sudden introduce a tutorial? Here's to pl how to play the three major triads, you know. Uh, it, it will probably not do as well for this very reason. I hope you are getting this. It feels simple, but when you lock into this concept, it's going to be like a major epiphany for you. Like you'll realize, oh my goodness, that is why that video did well and that video did not do well. Audience intent here. Okay, I, I hope this is blowing your mind here. So let's, let, I wanted to get back to the, back to the entertainment archetype, more of the weaknesses. Now, as you can imagine, because people are just coming, the, the normal audience behavior is to watch the video and leave and not really interact beyond that, unless you've built other traditions in with your audience, uh, which we can talk about at another time. That's not for this podcast episode. But because the audience behavior is that, you're probably going to earn less from ads and potentially less from other sources, sponsorships and that type of thing. So, uh, because the audience is less uh, targeted, it's more of a uh, entertainment. It's a broader appeal. It's it's a double-edged sword. Broader appeal because it's an entertainment, but less potential revenue from each view on that. I'm, again, I'm speaking in generalities here, okay? So, what's the name of the game with entertainment then? I mean, in, in well, one more weakness there. When we speak of uh, information products, most of the time, if you were to introduce an entertainment or an information product to an entertainment style of channel, uh, I don't know that it would do that well because most of the time that's not the audience intent, right? So the game then with an entertainment style of channel is build that audience. It's the game with all of them, right? The bigger the audience, the better. In most cases, that's just what you want. But entertainment you have both the most potential to build an audience because you have generally a broader appeal. It's less, less of a small slice of a niche. But in order to make money, you got to build the audience. You get, it affects your whole approach. Ideas that spread, ideas that go bigger, like that becomes a huge uh, approach. And, and as you build the audience, you have the potential at that point to monetize in more areas like sponsorships, because at that, at that point, uh, many sponsors don't care as much that your whatever they're, you're, they're sponsoring, whatever their product is or their service, they don't care as much that it's super targeted in many cases because that's their model. They want to just get in front of as many eyeballs as they possibly can. And so the larger your audience is, the more you make from sponsorships. To the tune of... I had a conversation with a guy uh, recently. Many of you are familiar with uh, Mr. Beast, a uh, very large YouTuber. He's got, he gets like baseline 30 million views or something on a video. And for a sponsorship or even just a shout out in one of his videos, if you were to pay for it, it's at least 750,000 US dollars for one video. That's a minimum, at least that. And so uh, it, it would be awesome if many of you listening to this got to that scale, but that's kind of a perspective of when you grow an audience, that is the kind of the, the sponsorship type of revenue that can be looked at with entertainment. Huge strength of entertainment style channels, as well as repeat watchers, because the other, I'm getting back into, into strengths here, but the other real big strength of entertainment style channels is because they're broader appeal. People come to them when they want to relax. So you get to leverage 
what a lot of the luxury industry already knows. You get to leverage when people want to have a, a relax and enjoy themselves when they want to just have a, a decompression or they want to laugh because if they're working all day long, they hate their job or whatever it is. And then you become part of their like way of just enjoying their life more. That's a great place to be. I mean, you really get to help people a lot with that. All right. So that's entertainment archetype. Let's talk about the last one, the most overlooked thus far. If I'm honest, the most overlooked uh, thus far in, in all our discussions here in Project 24, and that is the connection archetype. This one, oh my goodness, has some strengths that the other two archetypes could just only dream of having. <laughs> because let me first describe what I mean by connection. This is uh, vlog style. When, when you know a YouTuber and you watch them because of them, it's because they're leading with connection. Okay? It, it, no matter what they're talking about, you could have a YouTuber that just, you don't care what the video is about, but you'll still watch their video. It's because they have a connection archetype. That is why. And so major strengths. So that type of channel, people are there because of you, because they feel connected with you. They feel like they can relate with you. They feel like they admire you. Um, they feel like you're their friend. Any of those reasons, that is the connection archetype. So uh, audience behavior, why they come to watch a connection archetype channel is because they want, they, they know you. All those reasons I just said, they, they feel like they know you. They feel connected to you. And so uh, it can be because you're crazy. It can be because they just admire you so much. Like you, you live the perfect life and they wish they had that. Uh, it can be because you live a totally average life and yet you just say, hey, let's just go with it. It could be a lot of those reasons. And there's no one magical connection formula that works best. But the audience, when they come to watch you for that, your, your strength here is that you can build habits with a connection channel so much more than any than the other two archetypes. Audience viewer habits are insane in connection channels because if you can establish like, hey, just every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I hang out with, with Joe, you know, <laughs> or with Susie. I'm just making up names here. If, if they know that just every Monday, Wednesday, Friday evening, I'm just spending time with them, then you get into that coveted spot of being a habit for the audience your baseline is the strongest of any of the channel archetypes. Your baseline views is the strongest on connection because you've established that with people. It's so powerful. And so uh, the, other, the other strong point here is, I guess another word you could use for a connection style channel is an influencer style channel. And so you do have some strengths of if people come to really know, like, and trust you, it's the strongest with a connection archetype channel but if they come to do that then and you recommend something let's say you're an affiliate you say guys i've tried <laughs> let's say your uh, mom vlog channel and you say i've tried all the i've tried all the cleaning products this one works best and and you just make a video about it and then you just in your description or you it just becomes kind of a joke in every in various videos you know across your channel like oh yeah i tried all of them this one's the best and oh by the way use my affiliate link can you bet that that's going to be a strong call to an affiliate? Absolutely. 
because you've built that trust with people and you, you don't want to betray it. That's like the worst possible thing you could do is, is just sell out to a connection audience. Don't do that. But because you've done that, uh, you have that strength to, for affiliate. Uh, sponsorships tend to be really strong and repeat sponsorships, especially if you have already have that kind of connection with your audience. And uh, you're, you could have multiple videos sponsored by the same product because what does the brand want? They want to be associated with someone that they, the, they want the audience to associate a brand with someone that they know, like, and trust, meaning you, your channel. They want that association. So it's in many brands' best interest to do an ongoing sponsorship for you, which can add up quite quickly. <laughs> oh, man. The, yeah. Sponsor videos, especially ongoing ones, can be incredibly powerful uh, for any type, for any channel archetype, but particularly connection channels. Okay. Disadvantages or potential weaknesses of a connection archetype channel. It can be really hard to build a channel in the early stages. Very difficult because what's the main allure? It's people knowing, liking, and trusting you. And, and so if they don't know you and you're talking about this or that, you're just vlogging about your life, people don't care. <laughs> they don't really care about you. And so we've got an interesting catch-22 of, well, how do you get people to start caring about you so that you can build an audience, Right. Uh, so that's that's one of the the issues. The other one is if you try to stray from it too strongly, particularly into the informational archetype, your audience can feel ostracized and just feel like ah, they're kind of selling out. They're they're I, I wanted to watch for whatever they're talking about, you know, have that connection with them, but now they started doing tutorials. It it can be harder to branch out with that type of channel. Okay. Oh, the other strength I was going to say there is because you're a connection style channel, this I failed to mention earlier, uh, you can publish more often. <laughs> I've seen it across the board. Typically, connection style channel videos are less effort. They typically, because what is the focus? It's you. It's not on your editing. It's not on making them laugh. It's not on giving them the best ninja tips from the other archetypes. It's you. And so less effort videos, they can be more just raw, cut together videos. In fact, most people like that with a connection channel. And then um, you can publish more often because it's just hanging out. It's more easily consumable. And so you can publish more often, which often if, if your model is build an audience, get sponsored videos, that means more opportunities to release sponsored videos. That can be very powerful. It's more revenue for you, right? Okay. So we've talked about three archetypes here. You've got a framework. This is something that I foresee helping just about any approach to building a YouTube channel. Now, let me talk to perhaps the biggest question that's looming in your mind right now. Well, how do I choose which one? You know, what, what, what do I choose on which one? And then do I only pick one? Let me address that one first, that second one first. No channel is 100% one archetype, okay? You lead with one, but you're not 100% one. And in fact, the most successful channels are hybrids of two or three of the archetypes. If you came to me and you said, I'm doing an entirely tutorial channel, pure information, I would say that could work. But your, and, and so your strategy then is going to be search. 
because you don't even have to worry about building an audience, right? But do I think that that has the most potential for success on, on YouTube? No, I don't, because YouTube is so audience-focused uh, that it, you, you are missing out on perhaps one of their strongest factors, and that is their browse and suggest engines, their algorithm there. If you're only information, it's very, you would miss out <laughs> on like free marketing for you. Uh, aside from the search engine, uh, that you would miss out on the other ones. Okay. Uh, similarly, if you were to do a only entertainment channel, usually that is um, actually, <laughs> if I'm honest, that could be kind of put into a news style channel. I'm just going to use that as an example. If you're a news station and you only do that, People are coming to relax or whatever. They are coming for information, but there's zero connection with the news station. Most of the time, uh, uh, with the individuals on the news station, I will say that. People can have habits for watching a news station. They only watch this one station. I, I get that. I get that. But you'd be missing out. If you just went pure entertainment, you'd be missing out on the potential of, uh, potentially, if you if you wanted to add a hybrid of information in there, you'd be missing out on the, on the potentially higher uh, revenue of an information style channel or the higher stickiness of a connection style of channel where people come to know you and then that allows you to kind of branch out and, and do more different styles of entertainment. I hope, I hope you're catching on here. And similarly with just connection, if all you do is crazy, just pranks all day long, monetization is going to be really rough on that channel if, it's, if that's the only thing that you do. I think you're catching on here. I could go into more detail on, on the pure aspects of each of these. But on the high level, what you're looking at then is pick your ratio. I'm going to give it 100%. You've got 100% of your channel of the three archetypes. And which one are you leading with? And that one's going to highest, have the highest percentage. And they could be close. It could be 50% one, 40% another, 10% the third. It could be whatever those is. So, but... I'm going to give you actions right here. Action steps here is if you need to go back and re-listen to my description of the three archetypes and additionally ask questions in the Project 24 community about each of them, approaches, strategies, all of that. But what I want you to do is choose your ratio for these three things. Is it going to be, is your channel, if it's, let's say it's a mom vlog channel, you say, okay, my primary is going to be a connection. I'm going to do 60% connection um, let's say 35% information because I'm going to do hacks or mom hacks or something like that. And then 5% entertainment because I'm going to have the occasional fun intro or I'm going to have the occasional joke or uh, uh, the occasional montage of, of funny things happening, you know, bloopers, whatever it may be. It's rarely going to be just one or just two. So assume going into this that you're going to have aspects of all three. And by the way, it, actually, before you even do that, do it with your current channel. If you, have a, if you have a channel right now, a YouTube channel, look at it right now, take a step back, try to be unbiased, and look at your current channel. What's the ratio currently? And is that working for you? So I'm going to answer the question, how do you decide now? Uh, how do you decide what kind of approach? So look at your current channel. Is it working? Do you like what it is? Do you like making that content? Do you like how well the audience is growing? Do you like the comments you're getting? Do you like the results you're getting? 
take a step, analyze it. Really, I'm, I'm being serious here. After you listen to this, later this, this evening, if you're listening to it while driving, whatever it is, I want you to pause, look at your current channel, give yourself those ratios, add it up to 100% of the three archetypes, and look at it currently. Do you like that? And then next, say, if, if, you, if you're 100% like, yeah, I love that, exactly how it's going right now, I'm satisfied with the results, I, I like the future prospects of building that style of channel, uh, then, then great, you're awesome. In most cases, you're going to look at it and say, ah, <laughs> I'm going to tweak a little bit. And there's a few, there's a few angles that you would take with tweaking this. One is if you don't like it, say, okay, why am I not liking this? And it, let's say you're doing like a lot, you feel like you have to do 70% information and you just realize, I just don't really like that. Like that, I'm not getting the audience I want. I'm not getting the baseline of views. I'm just using an example here. You say, actually, I'm going to switch that. I'm going to instead do 60% connection because I just love hanging out with people. 60% connection, then 30% information. That would be a pretty dramatic shift there. And then 10% entertainment, whatever that ratio you decide. Uh, that's one approach. Say, okay, I want to try this. I don't like what's currently going on. I want to try this. Another approach would be what results do I want, what results do you want from your audience, so your YouTube channel, your monetization, what results do you want, and which model will best get me those results? If you want to have low maintenance videos, like videos that you can just make a bunch and you like talking to a camera and it doesn't take a lot of edits, maybe you hate editing and you don't, you're not at a point where you want to outsource your editing yet, uh, you're at that point, but you still want to be able to sell stuff. Maybe you switch it and you say, okay, I'm going to do 50% connection, 40% information, and then 10% entertainment. I'm just using that as another example. Because that's, what is that? That's another approach. And it's a different way of making content. And at first, so you're going to decide that, right? But at first, there may be a bit of transition, especially if you have an existing audience with existing expectations. <laughs> You see, a mistake I made early on in building a channel was I tried making entertainment-heavy uh, videos, and I'm not saying I'll never do this again in the future. I'm just saying I tried a few entertainment-heavy videos, and that wasn't what the audience was there for, and so they didn't do very well. And so when you are transitioning, if you are transitioning to a different blend of the three archetypes, then I want you to do it intentionally, like on purpose, this is the direction I'm going. And just know in the short term, your audience may not like it as much. But communicate what you're doing with your audience. Say, hey, guys, I felt like thus far, I've made really entertainment-focused ones, and I realized I just want to talk with you guys more. Uh, and, and some people won't like it, and that's just fine. But if you kind of start cluing your audience into that shift that you're making, it's going to be a, a much more effective shift. And just know, take this as a reassurance from Nate here. <laughs> as you're making a shift, the long-term game is you're finding that new audience with the new expectations. Some of your current audience will morph with new expectations. That's awesome. A lot of them will probably not. And that is okay. That is just fine. But as you're shifting, you're shifting to find the new audience, the new audience intent for watching your channel. And it will happen. It's going to happen because you are you're just making it happen, right? And you're intentionally shifting your blend of the three archetypes so that you can have that audience. All right, guys. 
I am hoping this you had a few epiphanies from this, blowing your mind a little bit. You've got your action step. Go do it. What is your channel currently? What's your blend of the three archetypes? What is it currently? Do you like that? And then what do you want it to be? And start doing that shift right away. And then go in the community. And I mean this seriously. I would love if you went in the Project 24 community, ask a bunch of questions. Because this is something that it's it's still in development, especially when it... when especially, what, what will I say here? When it comes to individual strategies on building each of these types of channels, what kinds of things will work versus won't work and in what order that is being developed. I'm, I'm thinking about it all the time. <laughs> Honestly, I'm thinking about it all the time. So any questions you have, uh, start threads in the project 24 community. Um, let's get the discussion going there and Go choose your archetype blend, and we will see you next time. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because, like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.